saying I'm not saying Russia Russia is perfect, but what Putin Putin is a he's a Christian nationalist, and they they he's took their Christian. country. He's not Christian. He's KGB. <laughs> he's, he came from a communist he's country. A, Last thing he believes in is Jesus. They, they <laughs> Last are, thing. All right. One, two, and three. Yo, welcome back. It's the Must Be Happy Hour podcast. We're back for another week of splendidness. And as we promised from last week, I think, because I was drunk last week, and I'm going to be <laughs> drunk again this week. We've got some special punch. My man made it. Oh, I made this for New Year's, and I kept it in my freezer. I'm already done. Yeah, he drank his already. And we got, um, th- this is unofficially sponsored by F and Vodka and the Alt-Right. <laughs> Peace to 50 Cent, Richard Spencer, Donald Trump. F and vodka, it's all good. Uh, so this is this is this is a an interesting. Yo, <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting episode. Yeah, we got my man Francis. We went to school together. We actually all went to school together. We um, uh, Shrago didn't go to school with him. Ella, myself, and Michael here went to school with him. And you know we follow each other on Facebook. And homie went from. All hip hop, pro black. He went to worshiping Satan, I think, or some shit. <laughs> and now he's part of alt right, which is a step under Satan. <laughs> this week we talked about a, a little bit about this stuff last week uh, pertaining to the election and how Trump got into office and what you know, how we personally felt about it, kind of, and yeah. from from different perspectives. We got the Middle Eastern guy. We got. A uh, black dude and a multiracial dude. So we talked about some of that stuff and how race came into it and all this other junk. And now, you know, part of what made Trump great <laughs> for his followers was the fact that he kind of promoted a certain philosophy about making America great again, nationalism, things like that. So um, there's a group of people out there called the alt-right, which is a special group of people. Um and they have many representatives across Europe and the United States at this point. I don't know where else they'll be, but my friend here who's on the line will inform us about that if he knows because he's all over the place with this stuff. Um, and also, it's, 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 it's kind of unique because it kind of represents sort of um, the old school American ideals plus a white nationalism type of thing, which people always tie to white supremacy. Um, and, you know, I, I've, I'm one of these firm believers that this is a white supremacist country that's majority white people. So like you go to France, it's majority French people. So if you think about it as white being a culture, which these people think it is, it's, um, it's kind of right what they think, but it doesn't fit into American values per se. So we have our friend here, Francis, who is a avid member of the alt-right, uh, outspoken to say the least, uh, uh, we all went to school together at Penn State, um, Michael, myself, and Francis. So we know each other through those ties. Francis happens to be a Negro, or half Negro, right? You're half? <laughs> Are you half? Or? Yeah, yeah. So he's a mulatto. My dad, yep. my dad is uh, Nigerian and my mom is uh, German-Irish. Okay, cool. Well, not, yeah, not so, yeah, so he, he's, he's comes from both perspectives. So I, what, what we're trying to figure out is like, why would somebody with blood from Africa and him think like this? And then another thing is try to get perspective on what the alt-right is all about. So um, we're just going to get it started like with just a few questions. I have, I have questions. 
We all have questions. We don't understand this. So what, 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 sep like, what separates the alt-right movement? You know, I hope I described it accurately for you, in a sense. Yeah. Or maybe you um, could describe there's actually, it. Actually, there's, there's a lot of confusion on the right about what, what it actually is. See, what happened was, um, I'll just start at the beginning where this all started. Um, during the election last year, uh, I was a, I started out as a liberal, um, a super liberal, of course, I came from, you know, Penn, the Penn State education, uh, Central PA, that, that section of State College, it just happens to be a liberal bubble in a real conservative, like there's nothing the fuck out in there besides that little town, that, and it's, it's super, you know, liberal, and then it's like, so I grew up with that mentality, um, 08, I voted for Obama and whatnot. Woke up to Ron Paul and Libertarian. Well, I was kind of like, after 9-11, I was listening to Alex Jones and stuff, but I was still a liberal, considered myself a liberal. Uh, woke up to Libertarianism with Ron Paul around uh, 2011, 2012. And then, uh, and then I went into this election. I, vo I, voted, I voted for Obama in 2008. Uh, voted for Gary Johnson in 2012. And I went into this election, uh, I went into this election actually pretty Bernie. Um, uh, not like I don't, I just, I didn't like, because I wasn't liking Gary Johnson, because I felt like he was trying to sink his own campaign. He was like talking with his like tongue out. Oh my God, the guy's, the guy's, and, like, um, he's brilliant, but at the same time, he's kind of special in a way. Yeah. And I don't want to use the bad word for special, but <laughs> he was kind of that way. Oh, we definitely got to be PC. Um, <laughs> Don't want to offend the, the, um, the, the snowflakes, right? They have a libertarian convention, like Democrats and the uh, Republicans. At his convention, he's like smoking a bong, yeah. which I'm all for. But, you know, there's a certain level of professionalism that I feel like you should have and a seriousness, especially like, you know, you're going against, you're going against Trump and Hillary. You have a chance. Wait, so wait, <laughs> wait, pause. You're talking about a certain level of professionalism when I'm, I'm assuming you voted for Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah this yeah. gentleman, I mean, I know he doesn't drink, but he, he grabs pussy. He's he makes fun of special Every. people. <laughs> like, yeah, he's definitely not. He's definitely not PC. That's not PC. That's just vulgar. It's vulgar. PC and vulgar are two different things. That's good. At least that's 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 very um, tolerant of anyway, you to to address anyway, that. I like that. That see the so, the liberal in you comes out here, so this makes sense. So, all right, go I ahead. Consider myself a classical liberal. Classical liberals back in the day, liberals were personal rights, uh, personal freedom, mm -hmm. um, uh, individual individual freedoms and liberties. Uh, more what they they were they were what the libertarians are now. Yeah. And so I went into this election. I, I wanted to vote for Trump um, after he beat uh, smashed Jeb Bush in the 
registered de- Democrat, so I voted Bernie in primary. But I won. I was, I was supporting Trump, but not open about it when he <laughs> smashed uh, uh, Jeb Bush. I was, I was, um, I, was like, I was supporting Trump during that whole Republican smashing myself. Yeah. I was and, yeah. and I, I'm registered conserv. I'm registered Republican, by the way. And so, well, not, I, I, I actually know. Well, well par- pardon. I, I, um, I registered Democrat to vote for Bernie in the primary right. this year because I registered late. But when I started seeing the Bernie movement, I liked him too. So I registered Democrat this year. But I've always president presidentially, I usually tend to or have voted Republican. So can we go? What 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 was about Trump that I'm got sorry, you yeah, interested? Yeah. Or that's. So, Guy, who, who, you know, 
how he made it. You know, he made his money. Um, Through many loans. Bankrupting he's, people. He's bank, bankruptcies, loans. He's Social welfare. He's, <laughs> he's the biggest welfare baby in the world. <laughs> right, a billion dollar write up. I'm sorry. I'm just. And, I just. And he, you know, he definitely. Yeah, he definitely represents. He's the business sector. Then, um, but but he's not guy, though. He's not. I don't believe he's the business sector. No. Well, um, he's what's 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 bad about our business. The bankruptcy rules. He, he took advantage of. He's what's wrong. He's what's wrong with business. He's, he's what's. <laughs> The wrong side yeah. of the business. That's how I look at it. No, look, and, and but uh, sorry, go ahead. He definitely did use uh, bankruptcy laws to his advantage, and I don't think he. Um, I don't know. I don't think he he saw himself running for president. No, he did. Um, <laughs> he did. He tried to. Do, so, just to give you some perspective, I've I've under known of Trump since I was a child. And my father didn't like him. My mother didn't like him. We lived in New York. So we saw him, yeah. you know, the whole Central Park Five. We saw the whole, um, everything he had to say socially about things. The bankruptcies we saw. Yeah, we saw remember, how he spoke I about. I New York till I was seven. Okay. So I, I, yeah. I remember, like, I remember. You remember, I, you know, I, I spent half of my life yeah. there. And seeing this man operate out of New York, you know, he they, people loved him as a celebrity. But when it came to business, he was full of shit. Nobody liked him. He was just a, a talker, you know. And after after a while, and this is, this is what got to me, and this is why the whole election, I, I didn't understand. Like, I came from, I lived in the county that voted the most for him, Suffolk County, New York. Most of my high oh, of school friends. They did. You, know, you know the Jets fans are going heavy for Trump. <laughs> you know that. I know this. Yes, but that when when I saw when I saw that and then I saw you know like a lot of why they voted for him. There's a lot of white people there and all other stuff. Yeah. Now, mind you, I think it's more so of a not not necessarily blue collar either. Everybody was kind of well to do because housing prices are crazy over there. Either way, but um, understanding the person and this is what what gets me about how he got elected and and um, I understand your reasoning for voting for him. I believe. You know, from what I've seen you post on Facebook, and I follow you heavy on Facebook, you follow me heavy on Facebook, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we understand each other's political views, and, and honestly, they kind of parallel, but at the same time, yeah, I just... There is an intersectionality of, Oh, for sure, for um, sure. What, you know. Yeah, and I think you kind of fall in line with what I think, and I don't know about Shrago on the other side here, he's more of a... He, he, want, he doesn't want to be like political, or an, he wants to be an entity. Is that what you said, Shrago? You want to be an yeah, entity? Yeah, yeah he, he doesn't want to be a person or have political views. He just wants to be like an LLC. <laughs> so either way, like there's so much. The divide comes with me personally is from his character, number one. And number two, the racial aspect. Because I understand, I knew going into this. Now you, you said you grew up in New York till you were seven. I grew up in there until I was 18. So I was well aware of what, yeah, yeah. what he thought at, of African Americans, what he thought of Middle Eastern people, all this stuff, and all he think number one, he looks at people as money, green. So he always gravitated towards famous black people, famous Middle Eastern people, famous whatever people, and, or rich people, whatever. When it came to poor people, like I would say yourself, myself, maybe all of us are poor compared to him, right? So yeah, he looked at us pieces of shit, and he still looks at us like that today. And it's and it's in my opinion, so. I don't know. Right, what do you right, What do you think right, about right, that? What do you think about that? I feel you. That's the, actually. I wanted to touch on that too. Um, 
from the perspective of the left a, a lot of times they see especially when I grew up young when I grew up my uh, my mom was uh, my mom was white but she worked in the black studies department at Penn State and so I, um, when, growing up I felt I felt like the system what well I knew like in my heart like I knew like the, the system was was white supremacy right yeah. and I knew like like it was there I saw it it was in my face like it was it, it it was holding me down when I, when I get when I got red pilled they call they call uh, turning going conservative or whatever they call it getting red pill <laughs> yeah the, the fucking system it's it they don't see it doesn't give a fuck if you're black or, or white no they don't no. they, the, the system sees money and it will it will fuck whoever over for the profit and that's like one like really bad thing about about globalism is you have these and you can't like we can't even have an election too in America like it's hard mm-hmm. enough to have an election here how the hell are you gonna have an election for the world like to elect somebody that like a, a UN type of person that that will run shit from the global from there no borders no you know you gotta have people in power and those people are bureaucratically picked by countries that are elected, so you have these people making decisions for other countries that mm-hmm. aren't even that aren't even like in your best best interest. Like what happens in Greece? Like Germany's deciding what's happening in Greece right now, and you know for damn sure it's not not. Well, because they're in the UE, but you know what happened in Greece. So the you, I mean, you, you talk <laughs> about um, like globalization. You know what country doesn't have that? North Korea. Yeah, they're not go. They're not part of the globalization. Russia. They don't believe in it. Russia. China used oh, to be yeah, like that's, that. That's, Chi- the, that's the other. That's the other so, extreme. With, with so which one rather you be living? Also, you North think, think Korea about, or also US? think about Russia. They don't have that globalist mentality either, and all their money is centralized within their dictator, who happens to be friends with our dick, future dictator. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about, like, look, look, See, even in his country, Iran. Think about where Iran. They're the the you said the Imam's worth how much? $140 billion. Yeah. Yeah, on paper. Now, these countries are not necessarily friendly with other countries. They're not a, from a global aspect. Now, if you think about it, Obama left the office making what? Four or five? Let's just say he left the office making a million dollars a year. How does that make him... He did pretty well. Yeah, okay, that's... No, I mean, no, 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 no. LeBron James books. is doing well. Warren Buffett's yeah, doing right. well. You know, and that's two extremes. Like, one extreme is on the low end. One extreme is on the high end. President Obama's not even in the middle of that. Trump can be considered in the middle of that, but he's in this global elite that made their money outside of politics. And that's who runs these particular countries, oligarchies, um, uh, what uh, businessmen, things like that. And they've turned out pretty bad for regular people. Now, mind you, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock you know, who you voted for for president because a, a lot of people who I think are right-minded voted for Trump, and I feel bad for that decision personally, but... I just like him. Like you, you, what you're kind of saying is like, oh, these elites and all this other crap. I don't think even Clinton doesn't even fall into that. Like she's worth what, maybe like twenty million dollars. That's nothing compared you know, to they, the people that that. They, they went in office, like where I forget what they were worth, but they left office because of the Clinton it, Foundation. Okay, bro, that's but, pale in but, comparison but, to some of these Clinton other. Clinton Foundation started after Bill left the office. Exactly. 
They can do whatever the fuck they want. Obama's probably going to be Bill Gates went to college being broke or whatever, middle class. And in 10 years, he became a billionaire. 10, 20 years. Yeah. That, that's just how it is. You can't yeah. blame people for... Bill Gates. Bill Gates put in... Bill Gates put in work. I mean, the, the, Clinton, <laughs> the Clinton Foundation is, is, is like a money laundering... Like, the Clinton, for who? There, there, there was no there, personal there, gain. What you have is these these pay. I mean, it's a pay. It's like a pay for play scam almost. It's like a pay. These these foundations where they're making a profit. Okay. They don't. Okay. Pause. But I'm sorry. No, no, not the cut. Let me. Let me. Let me. I'm not. The profit that was made from the Clinton Foundation is not necessarily going to the pockets of the Clintons. Yes, they keep a bankroll. Yes, they pay employees. People benefit off of that. Maybe, maybe. People have jobs. Yeah, pe- maybe. Great let's just job. say 80 20. 20 goes to the people, 80 goes to whatever. Whatever they did in Haiti, now Haiti's a bad situation, and I believe most of the things that they did there were wrong. But for the most part, the Clinton Foundation has given a lot of philanthropy out as far as money wise to global things. And they get money in. Yes. Hillary and Bill need to get paid. But again, that's pale in comparison to what the examples you're talking about. So you're talking about anti-globalism. The countries that represent anti-globalism have these leaders that are billionaires, literally billionaires, and their people are suffering. Okay? How do you explain that from your perspective? So you, you just literally... Well, you're talking no, 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 no. There's I'm talking no middle about, there. There's, no, there's no once middle. You go one no way, middle. you become go extreme. Go to Africa. Every dictator in Africa is a multi-millionaire, close to a billionaire. There's not much money in Africa, but they make fucking cake. They buy weapons. They right. do all this shit. Those motherfuckers got gold AK-47s. You, you see the shit like in the movies? Those those black motherfuckers with the with the with the AK-47s and the generals and shit. Those motherfuckers are real. They they exist. So let me tell you one thing about globalization. If you don't have globalization, your people are kind of don't you yeah. don't create opportunity for your people. But once you start creating opportunity for your people, mm-hmm. you know businesses come in. They're gonna see better things, and they don't want that dictator. They want a better life. Yeah, that's the problem with the globalization. But then you have that in globalization. When you have that, you're gonna see that people who start improving their life. And there are some people who left behind and they blame globalization. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. So you, you know what I mean? Let me let me give you a quick story about yeah, yeah. what happened when the globalization happened in Iran. So before Iran's nineteen seventy-nine um, revolution, Iran had a king, was a dictator, but to so many he was a good king. So he brought other you know, Iran found oil start selling oil, making money. So what the king did, he started bringing all these companies, sending, you know, students to overseas to educate. So Iran was, to Iran was number one kind of, in U.S., majority of this, Iran was sending about 300,000 students a year to study in U.S. So these right. people came back to Iran, they all got, all these jobs, working in factories, working at, wow. you know, universities, all these back then, you know, industrial jobs. But what happened, the people who were clergy, farmers, you know, they were doing the simple job. So we're talking about a backward country. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Those people saw, and they weren't educated. What they saw was, you know, these people making good money, buying nice houses, all this, and they kind of fell behind. What they did, they start, before that, they couldn't see that because everybody were at the same level. Everybody were kind of poor. There were no opportunity. There were no traveling outside your village or your city. So everybody were at the same level. So, I mean, everything was kind of relative. So you saw your neighbor everywhere kind of, you know, you fixed shoe. He was like fixing the window, you know, you trade kind of work to work, but everybody were poor. It wasn't like everybody were doing good. Yeah. Everybody at the same level were poor. So now you start picking up people who are now making better life. The poor people life didn't get worse. It just stayed the same. Pretty much. Yeah. But the difference with that country was they didn't have election because it was a dictator. What happened to that, I don't know, 30%, 40% of people who didn't get the education, couldn't compete, you know, American companies start coming to Iran, European, you know, you had like, companies making TV, things like those people couldn't get jobs there. Yeah. It wasn't they weren't getting hired, just jobs were there, which they weren't educated for. Mm-hmm. So what they did, they saw a revolution. They and they threw it down and they brought a they brought the king the king through the country, you know. And what they they took over the country. They kicked they took the American hostage, they were like globalization is the worst thing that happened. In this country, no, that, was the, that was the Shah, right? Yeah, the Shah, the Shah of Iran. Yeah, yeah. The um, that was U.S. money. That was U.S. money backing. No, that that was, was, Iran was backing U.S. You know who saved Lockheed Martin? Iran bought 150 um, planes. Iran kept the oil down for for U.S. The price of Shah of Iran kept the price of oil down. Oil was twenty dollar about. It went to 140 at some point. Damn right. So it was the other way. Iran has so much money. Iran's economic growth was nine percent a year. It was faster than Japan back then. Yes, it was. But yeah, they were making cars. There was the nothing the king could do for somebody who's not educated, <laughs> unless giving um, welfare. Yeah. You know, if you're not trained or educated for a specific job. There's not much your government can do. But what he did was bringing opportunity for people who are willing to get those skills yeah. for those jobs. Yeah. So, but the other side, they didn't like it. And it was all right. about being relative to, hey, I don't, now my neighbor, I was riding my bicycle, now my neighbor has got a car. And before, I didn't feel that because my neighbor had a bicycle, too. So now he went to overseas, went to U.S., got his degree, came back, has a job, makes 10 times more than me. And I don't like that. And basically, fuck him. (laughs) We're bringing the king down. Took hostages. They didn't give a fuck. They weren't politically correct back then. Mm -hmm. You know, they took hostages. They went to a war for eight years because of the... All this Iran-Iraq war started because Iran's government would keep saying, oh, they were talking about borders. We're like, oh, our mentality, we're going to take it overseas. So what happened? They started like poking the neighbors. They went to an eight-year war. One million people got killed. Hundreds of 
trillions of dollars damage and anybody who had an opposite voice they was like oh you're anti your country you're not patriotic you would get shut down the media got shut down everything got shut down because you're now we're in a war so it went from now you're you cut off all everybody you start a war to control your own people and because all the red red all the stuff you keep talking about your neighbors yeah and what are your friends you end up with your friends are north korea cuba those are the only countries who are supporting you. USSR, yeah. or I mean, not even Russia. 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 <laughs> even USSR yeah. back then wasn't even supporting it. So you went from a country. Let me give you an example. My dad was a, is a professor was a professor at Penn State, like yours. But my dad went to school here. Okay, good. My went. My dad went to University of Tennessee. Got his PhD. This is during Shatan. Got an offer in Iran double the salary of any university paid. Revolution happened. His salary becomes one thirtieth of what he used to get paid. Yeah. And now he was as poor as the guy who was uh, basically cleaning the street. Nothing wrong with his job, but that's the lifestyle he chose. But now he's happy. That guy was happy because he couldn't see the difference. It could be, he's like, oh, the, the guy was a professor, spent all his life, you know, going to university, teaching kids, all that. He got the same lifestyle as me. I'm happy with the new government. That's, to me, seeing both sides, that was globalization, cutting off globalization. Yeah. Because people that, back then was 50, 60% of people, because it happened so quick. The globalization for Iran, it brought jobs, right. brought everything. It wasn't perfect, but it only brought it for a certain amount of people, people who got the educated and the people who didn't have the skills. And I'm not talking about education in terms of going to university, just being skilled for yeah. any type of job. You don't have to go to university to, you know, get a skill. You know, you can know how to do plumbing, and you can, you know, make good money be a good plumber so <laughs> he can make more than the same much as a doctor but if you're just content content yeah let's see if you're content to your lifestyle but if it bothers you to see other people making a good living and having the opportunity and putting the extra work that bothered in Iran so let me ask you like people. when you voted for Trump did that bother like rich elite people or li liberal elites, conservative elites were profiting off of a president previously that promised the world to poor people. I don't even uh, know. Uh, I mean, uh, honestly, uh, I don't know your economic situation. So, but how do you feel about that? Like, is that a concern? Is if that you, no, no. If you look at so, all right. If you take, if you look at all the pictures of. Like the Middle East before we like before America went in there, started mucking around. Uh, when you look when you look at the, the there was there were cities, there were there yeah. was like lush, there was like statues, there was in general bitches everywhere. All the Middle East, yeah. and, and then you just look at you look at all the fucking bombs that we drop. Uh, look at Syria. 
look at what we did to Gaddafi, look at what we did to Saddam. And that 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 interventionism is is globalism. But we that, created that, that's, the, that's also that's created the, US brought Western country put those dictators, some of those dictators, and yeah. they took them they did they stopped supporting some of them. USSR, right. aka Russia, United States, um Mm-hmm. A lot of and that was like yeah, Europe. We Europe. were in a proxy war. We were in a proxy war with Russia in in the Middle East. In Afghanistan. And we trained the the Mujahideen yep. to fight and Bin Laden to fight the fucking USSR. Yeah. Um, and it, the, honestly, if we had if we had just stayed out of that area, they would they would be they would be better off. And we can have trade. You can have. You can once you get rid of well, why, oil. Why, why didn't we go in there though? Remember, oil. It was no, oil. No, 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 no. It was oil. It was, no, oil. It was not that. You would you rather U.S. to be a superpower or Russia? Which one would you rather run the world? You rather well, Obama rather, run the world I, or Putin? Communist, communist Russia can't like can't run like communism can't work. Like, well, you if don't it want, can't work, but Russia let's just say if it doesn't work, it. but they all our world except U.S. They took over South America with their army, and yeah. yet every it's not working economically. It's not working politically. Mm-hmm. If you have arms, you can control those countries. Yeah, but that doesn't mean everybody living a good life. Everything if they're poor, you know, no health yeah. or nothing. And- you can put a social wealth or whatever. But if there's 800 people behind that one clinic waiting in line, yeah. that's not going to work. I mean, that's to me, that's why U.S. stopped those Russia taking over Afghanistan. Because after Afghanistan, it would be Pakistan and then get into Persian yeah. Gulf or Iran. And they keep going. Why stop when you can go? You know, you got to stop these countries at some place. Yeah. Even though if you're spending a lot that's of money. True. Well, like, if, oh, go ahead. If, go. if you look at like, uh, if you look at Venezuela right now, like, uh, or if you look at even like Argentina, the the saying it used to be riches in Argentine, and, and um, they were all all countries up until about two hundred years ago were nation were nationalistic, um, even like a uh, hundred years ago, uh, about to, like the end of World War Two, World, World War One, mm. um where we saw like a lot of the changes in the world and um you had sought the the important part about a country you can have you should have trade you can have you shouldn't be it's toxic to be isolationist and and uh even like xeno even like jap the japanese are pretty you know kind of a xenophobic kind of culture and i i kind of like, wait, I how, feel wait like, so pause. Uh, wait, how the fuck do you vote for Trump if you <laughs> he, he preached isolationism no. and xenophobia throughout no, his no, whole campaign? No. See, a, a lot of the left, I, I feel like... Don't call it left, man. Just to, to, it's a, it left, left, left it. See, this is part of the problem with the media and even people in general. Right-wing ideology and left-wing ideology have nothing to do with the popular ideology at the time. Right now, the popular ideology is... Racism, economic divide, and stupidity, okay? And I would say the right side is racism, <laughs> economic divide, and stupidity. And the left side is 
not rate, rate, oh, identity politics. I'll say identity politics for sure. Um, what is like, um, when it comes to economics, I feel like the left is more so social welfare rather than well, pick up your own. Like, well, not, not in these days. Now they're no, trying no, no, going it's... more right globalization well, no, because say, the left, oh, yeah, global, the right is yeah. taking over. Free trade and all that type they're of stuff. They're kind of yeah. switching yes, the yeah. right and left. But, yeah, like, the right. But if you think about it, you, you can't say left and right anymore. You can't just blame the left for everything. Most no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, not, you're, 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 you're categorizing, though. Because if you have those ideals, you're saying that, oh, I would have voted for Bernie Sanders if he won. And then you well, voted I for- actually, I voted for Bernie in the primary. Yeah. Uh, just because he was, uh, I kind of, I just like his personality. Like, I'm, a kinda, I'm against socialism. I'm against communism. That's but another, he's, not, he's not a, con- he's uh, not a socialist. Or, he's half, he's. He, he has socialist, oh, like, his... He's, his, his, he's insanely so. Did you see his... No. Uh, he debated Ted Cruz the other yeah, day. Yeah, no, I understand. And, uh, I understand that. But when you think about dec- um, democratic socialism, which is unheard of in any... Actually, any any culture. So there's, two, there's, there's, there's extremes. Actually, no. Europe has that. But it, it works in smaller factions, if you think about it. You know, if you, yeah, if you look at, like, would, some of the governments really in Europe that, that But it, for it to scale in the United States, there would have to be 100% cooperation. But the way that Republicans, conservatives, have divided this country, like, if you, it goes all the way back to the Nixon era, where they used, I, they were the first to use identity politics. They were the first to say, hey, hey, poor white people, we are the party for you because Democrats don't represent you anymore. They started this oh, with yeah, Nixon, I, I right? And then that, you agree that with that? Happened. With, with what? Yeah. What'd you say? That the switch happened. You oh yeah, the switch. Yeah, but the switch. Yeah. The switch was like, to me, it's, it's it's it doesn't matter either way. They're both to me, both sides are the same. But if you're talking left and right, and this is what's part of the problem, like when I look at like what these these people who throw out propaganda, you know, like the 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 um the fucking Alex Jones, the Milos, the, the Paul Watsons of the world, when they throw out this propaganda. It's idealistic thinking. It's not left or right. A true conservative is about open markets, is about um, no social wealth, shit like that. These motherfuckers, all they care about is race. Um, like, like, like I said, identity politics. They say that the left is all about identity politics, but they, they're the ones that would Islamic this, Islamic terrorism that. That's straight identity politics. You're, t- yeah, you're literally pigeonholing you, a whole race and culture under one thing saying, hey, this is what they represent, so they're bad and the left is wrong for, 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 for standing up for them. That's identity politics in wow. a nutshell. Do you agree yeah. with that or not? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. I do agree. They, they go overboard. Like, for example, like with the left, you have these social justice warriors. And on the right, you got these who's guys. The social ju- on, the le- the on the left, who's the social justice like- warrior that gets this much credibility trump trump is 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 like totally saying to islam is bad it should be banned these these countries should be banned who on the left is saying things outside of hey we should vet these everybody's saying we should vet these immigrants that are coming in everybody's saying can can i ask a question how is trump going to make did you vote it for trump to make your life better I voted for him because he's the better. He was the better option against against Hillary Clinton. Hillary Why? Clinton would have done the war with better? Russia day one. 
I mean, I hey, would make my saying, life. Wait, better, what did you right? say? He, Hillary Clinton would have what? Gone to war with Russia day one. Okay, day but one. okay, so so Trump is talking about going to war with Mexico, Iran, fucking. Yeah, why why would your mother? He was going to war with your mother, dog. Hillary was Secretary <laughs> of State for four years. Like this dude, he's talking about going to war. They're gonna be there's gonna be a war in the next six months. Believe no, me. No, no. I believe me. I put my money. I put all the money I got in the market on that shit. Down. Not that much. No, no. I want to. I want to know why Hillary would go on a war with uh, Russia. What? Why? What did she say that why? provoked that? What? They 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 oh. were saying that oh, Russia had hacked the oh, election. She did. They did. There's you, nothing you wrong with that. You've been sicking on that Pepe juice too much, man. Come on, man. No, no, seriously. <laughs> no, 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 I just want to figure this out. What, what war would she get us into? What, what, what kind of war? What did she, she say? I don't trust her. They, yeah. You don't, you don't, they, no, what kind of policy they were, would be they were, getting, they, were moving, they were moving NATO. The, the day before the election, they, there was a mass movement of NATO troops to the Russian border because they were sure Hillary was going to win. And they were going to fucking teach Putin a lesson. They... Like they were why, why didn't about Obama it? do that in the eight years? What happened? Why didn't Obama do that? They were beefing the whole time. Like, I was half afraid beefing they were going to go to beefing. war. You, you U.S. Said, doesn't need to beef no, up. Dog, dog, U.S. doesn't know, need man. to beef up for any country. They were the most Putin and Obama have been, they, they've been beefing. Like, they've, 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 yes. been, they have had differences. Yeah, they took over serious. Ukraine. Russia yeah. took over Ukraine. They attacked another country and they took over their land. Exactly. So nobody like, and then they, they elected some do? asshole to be so the leader. So what did U.S. <laughs> do is gave some, you know, weapons to Ukraine, put some sanctions. Yeah. And Hillary supported that. Yes. As a I'm not, no, look. I'm not saying I'm not saying Russia Russia is perfect, but what Putin Putin is a he's a Christian nationalist. And they, they he's took not their Christian. Country. He's KGB. <laughs> he's K- he came from a communist he's country. A- Last thing he believes in is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>